Hello and welcome to another edition of Stock Talks. I'm your host, Peter Strachan, and today we're going to be following up on the Lachlan Fold Belt. Now, a lot of uh, listeners, uh, viewers will have been aware of activity in the Lachlan Fold Belt over the last couple of years. Uh, we've had uh, Peel Mining very active in uh, their uh, Wurlong and also Wagga Tank and more recently their Southern Knights base metals discoveries, some very high grades, thick intersects of zinc especially with lead, uh, zinc, uh, copper associated uh, gold and silver, uh, some quite high grades of uh, copper as well. They've got Mali Bull, which is a sort of 3% uh, plus copper deposit. Uh, and more recently, well, over the last few years, we've seen uh, the Cadia Ridgeway become a global sensation really as a massive ore body with about 40 million ounces of gold and 10 million tonnes of uh, copper in situ. And uh, following on from that, uh, we've also had Alkane, which has been in the basin for a decade or more, and they've uh, got their Tomingly uh, gold deposit and they continue to find in that area now they've got about 1.1 million ounces of gold in resources. They're, they're continuing continuing to expand and looking uh, to add another 10 years of mine life at Tomingley. They've also uh, were involved in the discovery of the McPhillamy's uh, monster, which uh, I think they, at the time, a small company, they found themselves, they had an elephant by the tail and they sold it on to a company with a bigger balance sheet and our Regis Resources has that project. And now they've made a what looks to be a Cadia Ridgeway type the discovery at uh, Boda, a big copper gold porphyry system that they've just really scratched the surface on. So this has really got the market's juices running. And so today we're delighted to uh, welcome uh, to the podcast uh, Steve Jones, uh, sorry, Steve Groves, who's the Managing Director of Sultan Resources, and Mike Jones, who's the Managing Director of Impact Resources, both companies with active uh, projects in the uh, Lock and Fold Belt. Welcome, gentlemen. Yeah, thanks, Peter. Uh, great to be here. So, uh, thanks, Peter. You're welcome, Mike. Uh, your company's very active elsewhere in New South Wales. You've got a platinum and a nickel uh, projects up around Broken Hill. Some high grades that have been discovered there. But now you're focusing on your Commonwealth project in the uh, uh, the, the Lock and Fold Belt. And can you tell me why you find that particular project so attractive and what your plans would be uh, to take that forward? Yeah, that's right, Peter. Look, we are, uh, we've been revamping our activity in the Loch and Coal Belt, admittedly on the back of the Boda discovery uh, you know, last September. And we've got uh, quite an extensive ground holding uh, directly along trend, only a few kilometres away from Alcane's ground um, at Boda, probably three to four kilometres down to our boundary. And so uh, we've uh, gone back through, looked at historic data, et cetera, and identified sort of five priority prospects. And we've done a couple of phases of rock chip sampling, and uh, that's all looking very promising, which we'll, we'll talk about. But we've been active in the Lachlan for, uh, for actually many years, uh, probably, um, probably I think about eight years now. And uh, we have uh, an advanced uh, project there of VMS, a volcanogenic mass sulfide deposit. It's only small, but uh, relatively high grade, not that far actually from the, uh, the porphyry copper targets that we've, uh, that we've identified. And uh, you know, the Lachlan is famous for its VMS uh, as well, uh, targets like Woodlawn, uh, which uh, you know, Heron are bringing into production at the moment. 
and uh, it's uh, you know, a very prospective part of the Earth's crust, as you demonstrated from uh, you know all of the major deposits that are there. And uh, it's the old uh, adage that uh, you know it, being in the right uh, region uh, is a good step forward for discovery of uh, a major deposit. So that's where we are. So Steve, um, your uh, company Sultan is a, a relatively new newcomer, and you're in a similar location south of Boda. You've picked up some ground there. Uh, would it be fair to say uh, that the uh, geophysical uh, survey data that's available to explorers in uh, New South Wales is second to none? It seems to be a pretty uh, good way to start and fairly low cost entry to, to pick up that data and really look at it before you get on the ground to do some ground truthing. Yeah, absolutely, Peter. It's, um, you know, the the... The geological survey websites are fantastic nowadays, particularly in Australia. The, the information that's available, certainly the geophysics, um, but also your ability to access previous exploration and, uh, and really get a feel for, for projects before you even set foot on the ground. So the ground selection and things like that. But also like for us, we're, we're uh, bending into this project and uh, we're able to verify you know, the information that was supplied to us in regards to the prospectivity of it. And also, um, you know, it, it's, it just makes it easy to, to, to really see what your competitors are doing and, and, and things like that. So certainly fantastic resource to use when selecting ground. So you've, you've got that structure uh, that runs sort of north-south from Boda, and it's also through into Mike's area at Commonwealth, I think. And uh, what's your, you'd be looking to do some mapping and just some, rock chip sampling and soils. Uh, how do you, how do you, how would you, I mean, it's a, it's a big thing to do, but you're really doing early stage uh, scout uh, exploration. Is that the status? Yes, absolutely. It's um, what struck me about this project is that the fact that barely any work's been done on it, yet there's mineralization sticking out of the ground in the right sort of porphyry rock types, which was quite amazing. Um, we're certainly a long strike from impact. We're directly south. So there's a, we have a porphyry target just um, south of, of, of Impact's work called Ringaroo, which has never been drilled. And then further south is our, probably the flagship project of the, of the portfolio, which is the Big Hill Complex, Magnetic Complex, which is a really large magnetic um, anomaly with, with lots of copper anomalism and uh, some old workings on it, and certainly the rock, right sort of rock types and alteration. So, um, Soil sampling and rock chip sampling, that's actually going on as we speak. We have some samples in the lab being analysed at the moment. And uh, based on, on all of that preliminary work, we would be going in to look at doing some geophysics. Yeah. And, um, Mike, I think um, you've got a, a bit uh, of a history in the Lachlan Fold Belt. Um, tell me what it is, I mean, that you, I mean, have you worked all over Australia and the world, but the Lock and Fold Belt, what particularly about Lock and Fold Belt do you think is, is attractive to explorers today? Well, look, it is one of the world's great mineralised terrains. And uh, it's, uh, like you say, it's, uh, it's uh, different to the gold fields, but uh, you know, the potential there is, is huge. And as Steve pointed out, it's quite incredible to go to some of these prospects, uh, like our absolutely uh, prospect in Spices Creek, which we released results of uh, just uh, last week. 
uh, and see that um, uh, you know these they're undrilled. It's quite incredible. Uh, you know, native copper and uh, copper minerals at surface. In our case, you know, over several square kilometres, and, uh, and no drill holes. It's been it's been quite remarkable. But I think, look, uh, after the initial discovery of Cady Ridgeway, what thirty odd, you know, probably thirty four years ago, whatever it was. You know, really, there hadn't been much um, other success. Um, North Parks was found around about the same time. And then since then, uh, you know, really, there hadn't been a lot of uh, serious exploration, uh, you know, done, especially low gold prices during the, you know, during the 90s and even during the, the boom, the yeah. boom. Towel uh, as well. Early 2000s. Yeah, a lot of juniors just, uh, you know, uh, couldn't raise the money and the stockbrokers really weren't that interested in juniors coming up with projects that might take, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of, uh, of capex. But yeah. look, Alkane's discovery has turned everything, uh, you know, on its head. Um, Magmatic Resources has had a great run on the back of that. They're drilling at the moment. Again, you know, one drill hole into uh, you know, some some excellent looking targets that they have, and uh, and really, uh, it's quite amazing. It's, there's a lot of uh, grassroots exploration that needs to be done, and this is why we can do things like prospecting, rock chip sampling, and soil sampling. Uh, you know, a lot of that can't be done in the gold fields because it's uh, you know there's a lot more exploration being done there. So it's a, a yeah. great opportunity for us. Yeah, it used to be that, you know, if you had a prospect which was within 100 kilometres of Kalgoorlie, you were away, you know. But now uh, they might be saying, well, maybe if you're within 100 kilometres of Yass or within 100 kilometres of uh, Dubbo, you might be in better shape. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, something did well with that ground. I have to say that uh, we, we put a bid in as well that Steve was to pay, was willing to pay a little bit more than, uh, than we did, but it's, uh, it's also great, uh, great ground, so... So that's, uh, Steve, that's, uh, I don't know if you knew that, but that's um, very supportive of your position there in, uh, in the, uh, the region. So uh, a bit of pat on the back there from, uh, from a, a peer company. Oh, thanks, thanks, Mike. Um, certainly, I've been, I, I'm very well aware of Impact and, and the work they've been doing. I've actually, back in the day, did a little bit of work on Commonwealth for, for Dave Timms, who is, is a bit of an expert on a Lachlan Fold Belt. So I've certainly... You know, it, it's just amazing that there's a, a, an area like this in Australia, as Mike's pointed out, with mineralisation sticking out of the ground. It's just never really been explored, explored properly. It's it's quite quite amazing, and such a a good jurisdiction in the world too. So um, we're really really privileged to to have been able to pick up this sort of ground and and get stuck in at the at the early stage. And Steve, you'd have to say that Sultan has plenty of leverage. I think market capitalisation is around $3 million. And last I looked, you had about $2.5 million in the bank. So the market's sort of valuing you at virtually cash asset backing. So any sort of sniff of something from a bit of decent rock chip sampling is going to show that you're at least in the right area to continue to work. Is that the way you'd see it? Absolutely. That, that's right. Um... You know, we we think this is a is a fantastic asset to to you know to be leveraged to, and and you know I I don't think it'll take much to really to see us um, get re-rated if we can have some exploration success. Yeah, and the share registry I know it's pretty tight as well. It's only about forty eight million uh, shares. Yeah, yeah. That's and uh, are they uh, fairly tightly held, Steve? Or is, what's the story with the share registry? Yeah, it's fairly tightly held. So. We've got a couple of um, you know major sort of investors that come through our corporate advisors, and and really there's not a lot of lot of trading really on Sultan stocks. It's pretty tightly held register, and you sort of flown under the radar since listing about eighteen months or so ago. 
Um, all of our projects in WA are very early stage, so we're, we're still working on those, but we've been prudent with, with the spend, knowing that you know, times can be pretty tough. Mike, you're in a, a similar position. We've got about $2.5 million. You've been very uh, skillful at getting government support for some of the work uh, you've done. Uh, what's the uh, the share? Um, you, again, a small market cap. I think about eleven, twelve million. Uh, what's the uh, share registry like? And how you know your backers, the financial backers in on the registry? What are they like? Yeah, look, uh, we do have a few more shares on issue than uh, than Steve at about uh, one point sort of four, about one point four billion, no, one point five billion shares. But look, we've been around you know for a long time, as people will be aware. But despite that, we are actually still relatively tightly held because we have three major shareholders that own sort of just under 45, about probably about 43, 44% of the company. Uh, we've got two German groups, uh, we've got family office, so a very wealthy family over there, and also a listed investment uh, vehicle in um, uh, from, on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange. And the chairman of that company is a yeah, well-known and a big investor in the gold sector in, in Australia. And then also we have Squadron Resources, uh, obviously the family office of uh, Andrew Forrest there. They've been on the register for uh, four or five years now. And so, you know, between between those three, they've got about 14, 15% each. And uh, and so, yeah, we've been uh, tightly held. So when we have had good runs, like we had recently uh, on the back of uh, you know, the, the, uh, the last Boda Discovery Hole, um, you know, it was uh, it was very good for us, and uh, you know, we were able to raise capital on the uh, you know on the back of that. At uh, um, well, people say it was a ten percent discount on the day, but it was actually a forty percent premium on the share price for the previous three months. So uh, we were pretty pleased with, uh, with that outcome. Yeah, so strong okay. shareholders, and and uh, you know, keen to put money in the ground still. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, just get specific, and I'll get each of you to just give us. 90 seconds on you know what you plan to do over the next uh, six to 12 months and we'll start with uh, back with you Steve on uh, on your project uh, just south of Buda what's the the plan on the ground I mean uh, will you be restricted by the current uh, movement restrictions or can you still get people out there no well we're actually we're, we're using the vendors as our contracting firm on the ground that's that was that's what they do and, and they're actually operating several rigs in the lock and fold belt as we speak and they've they've had no problems getting on the ground and, and continuing to work so we don't really anticipate problems at this stage from that um, we're taking their advice of course uh, the, the work program still boots on ground stuff so soil sampling rock sampling you know just just uh, infilling those grids and expanding those grids over over the two main porphyry targets um, with a view to delineating areas that we can do some follow-up IP work and uh, it's it's you know the pretty standard sort of blueprint for porphyry exploration early stage in, in the lock and fold belt. Does that involve soil, soil sampling or will you be doing shallow soil sampling air core or back of the truck sort of soil sampling? Yeah it'll be soil sampling and again that's that's one of the beauties of working out there you, you can get good good in situ soil sampling terrain and, uh, and and there's plenty of outcrop as well, so you can even rock sample. So all of that combined, obviously, it's with a view to finding deep dr deeper drilling targets. And Mike, what's the plan at uh, Commonwealth for you? Yeah, well, uh, last week we released uh, that, uh, our latest round of rock chip sampling, and we showed that uh, look, we've got the right chemistry. That there are so-called shoshonite rocks uh, everywhere. They've got uh, copper associated with them. 
the same age, same composition as uh, you know as Boda and also Katie Ridgeway and North Park. So that's all very positive. Uh, we'll be starting an airborne magnetic survey, detailed one, uh, 50 metre line spacing over uh, three main areas uh, in May. Again, no restrictions there with uh, you know with COVID, so that's all uh, that's all pretty active. And we do want to start a, a major soil sampling program over the uh, the key target of actually. And um, yeah, that's all planned as well for May. So um, we're yeah, going to be pretty active. active. It's uh, going to be heliborne or fixed wing that survey. It'll be fixed wing. Uh, the, the rates are ridiculous. They're uh, they're no different to they were um, when I was in the industry. Yeah, probably uh, ten years ago. So uh, yeah, so it's been. Uh, uh, it's going to be a good value for money. Yeah, and of course the uh, fuel costs are um, uh, falling by the day. There's no shortage of, uh, of pilots to take you around. No, no, exactly right. Okay, well, look, uh, thanks, gentlemen, for that. I think uh, we'll wrap up, and I think it's uh, really interesting times for the lock and fold belt, and we've got uh, people who were, you know, at the beginning, like uh, Sultan and like Impact, who have... Uh, picked up some good ground. It's based on solid science. They have a, a, um, a track record in uh, discovery. They, have, they know the way forward. And the, you can also uh, stand on the shoulders, if you like, of those others in the, in the basin, uh, the alkanes and, uh, you know, the uh, people who've made discoveries there and see what they've done and, and, you, and look into the geophysics and say, well, this is where the mineralisation often hides in these sediments or, or whether you've got a VMS target or a porphyry target or, uh, you know, mineralisation that's squirted into sediments, uh, you know, sort of uh, like the like you get in uh, in Zambia. Uh, there's all sorts of different modes of, of emplacement and, you know, you've got, I think, the plenty of analogies in the basin uh, to follow. Um, would you say, uh, Steve, that's the uh, accurate or, or, or am I misleading people here? Well, there's, there's plenty of uh, mineralisation styles in the, in the Lock and Fold Belt. That, that really, it's fantastically endowed terrain. Um, you know, the portfolio we've managed to pick up, not only has it got porphyry potential, but, um, you know, interestingly, there's a whole lot of, of old, old deep lead mining for gold. And with gold price, no. Australian dollars, you know, that's a, that's another valid target to look at. So it's got plenty of um, potential, I think. Of course. And, Mike, yeah, I forgot uh, um, that, uh, you know, the early gold booms in Australia in the 19th century, there was a lot of uh, gold exploration in, in this region. So, um, Mike, is there any sort of closing comments that you'd... Uh, that you'd like to leave us with? Well, look, uh, given the history, and uh, in fact, uh, area near Wellington was one of the first uh, discoveries in New South Wales of, uh, of gold. Um, yep. you, know, you would think that after all this time, perhaps it had been well explored. Definitely not. Um, there's lots of juniors, uh, as well as some of the major companies uh, that pegged ground in there recently. And uh, so I think we're going to see you know, a big resurgence uh, of uh, gold, copper exploration, the lock and fold belt. A little bit like the lithium market, you know, the lithium boom, the cobalt boom. I think uh, we're going into the lock on New South Wales boom um, as we, uh, you know, as we speak. So I think uh, we're all in for a pretty exciting run over the next uh, 18 months. And uh, fingers crossed yeah, that, uh, we all hit it. I think, you know, we're being supported yeah. by uh, the new technologies that have come through, the geophysics, the geochemistry technologies, um, seismic technologies which are sometimes used 
Um, you know, and I think we can cover a lot more ground uh, these days than the old timers, you know, on foot and so forth. So uh, good luck to you both. And I think uh, if we come back in another eight months, we should uh, have seen some pretty uh, substantial movement on the ground by you guys. And uh, hopefully we'll see uh, something starting to take shape. So thanks for your time today for joining the uh, uh, Stockhead uh, Stock Talks uh, video session. Uh, that's great. Yeah, thanks very much, Peter. And uh, yeah, best of luck to you all. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Mike.